This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 194. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You could follow my co-hosts, my, my other hosts here, I, whatever. Okay, that's happening. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing today? I am doing amazing. How are you doing, Brandon? I am doing awesome as always. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. I mean, not that it's <laughs> it's been the intro to every single episode, basically, since we took it over. Taken over? Took over? Taken over. I meant to say, I was going to say since we took over, but then Tooken came out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and uh, spreading the word of marking out. We appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's kick off the show with some questions and comments. Yes. Up um, first, we have from Jasmine saying, hey, how's it going, guys? Sorry I've been absent from the comments section, but I've been quite busy with work and school and haven't had enough time to post on here. I have, however, been listening to the podcast regularly because, well, you guys are great. So thank you. In response to Dave's request in regards to horror movies, I've come across a few good movies lately that I like. House on Haunted Hill and Nosferatu. I'm gonna Nosferatu, that's like a, a Dracula movie. Are two of my favorite classics, so those are definitely worth watching. Halloween is another favorite of mine, as well as Child's Play. Shaun of the Dead falls into the category of horror and comedy, but that's another favorite of mine that never gets old. Let me know what you think. You want to... Yeah, I'll chime in now. Uh, yeah, Nosferatu is a old, very old, like I think 20s or 30s uh, Dracula movie. Um, and yeah, good list. House on Haunted Hill, the old original or the new one? Because I actually like the old original one. Um, and as for the other movies, Halloween's always a classic. I just, I hate the fact that, but I guess every typical horror movie you have dumbass people getting killed off right and left. And Jamie Lynn Curtis is just an idiot in that entire movie. I and, hated. What? I hated Halloween. I, 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 I love watching, uh, Mike Meyer, Michael Myers go around killing everyone. Yeah, baby. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, those, I love the murders in there. I thought those were jokes. I thought... I well, had... some of them are made to be jokes. Like, there's some where his kills are just comedic. I mean, it's meant to be that way. That's the kind of killer that Freddy Krueger is, especially when he goes into your dreams. It's not... It's a dream dream world. I think um, the movie you... is itself was a joke. I mean... Uh, have you ever seen it? Yeah, the plot's very weak. With uh, yeah, but it was overall good list um, for comedy horror. I would toss Zombieland in there as well. I think that's very. I thought that was very well done, very See, funny. That, that's a movie I can get behind. Yeah, I think that's a very fun comedy movie to add to Shaun of the Dead. 
Um, yeah, good list. What about scary movies? Is that too too far comedy? <laughs> yeah, that's too far comedy. Too yeah. far comedy. I saw this movie the other morning called Train with uh, Thora Birch, which she's the she she was the little girl in uh, Hocus Pocus. And it revolved around a wrestling team that went over to Russia or wherever. And uh, they ended up getting on a train and getting their organs harvested. They have that movie kind of like that, but on a train, uh, Midnight Meat Train. What, the f- what is that? It's like, I mean, it, uh, both are involving a train, but um, I haven't seen it yet. I have it, though. It's, I think it's the director of the movie Hostel, and it's starring... Uh, He's in that Steve Austin movie. Um, like the Million Dollar Man Steve Austin movie? No, no, no. The the Condemned. Okay. He's the the badass oh man. Anyway. He's a well known he's becoming a well known actor. I forgot his name. What is the plot though? It sounds like a really weird porno. Um I think he just goes on the train and uh, kills people on the train and then like he has you know, his own section of the train that's all like uh, corpses and stuff hanging up. What the heck, I don't know. man? I've, I've, was... never, I've, never, I've never watched it. So when did I this really movie come out? When did this I, come out? A few years ago, but I hear it's very gory. That movie Train has that same thing. Yeah, I hear that it's very gory. It's except, from a few years ago. Except all the passengers on the train are people that paid a shit ton of money to get their organs to, to get new organs. Oh, Jasmine, if you like musicals and you like horror movies, check out Repo, the genetic rock uh, opera, because that is – I I love that play. It's kind of – that movie. It's kind of like Rocky Horror-ish, but um, I guess an updated version. Uh, Don't go by – yes, Paris Hilton is in it, but her song in it is actually pretty catchy. Yeah, uh, you know what? On the subject of Paris Hilton being a singer, if people didn't know it was Paris Hilton singing, I don't think they'd have a problem with that. I, I think don't think so either. I think she's a great singer. Not a great yeah. singer. I think she's decent. She's good. Yeah, she's not bad check, by any means at all. Nah, check out Repo, though. It's good stuff. Then uh, Jasmine went on to say, now for some wrestling talk. I heard that China made a YouTube video or something where she goes on a rant against Stephanie McMahon. I haven't had the chance to see it yet, and I was wondering if you guys have. If you have, I want to know what you guys think. Thanks again for keeping me sane during train rides, uh, train rides workdays at Reverse Enemassage. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen the video. Yes, I have seen the video. Uh, she basically goes on talking about WWE. Stephanie McMahon announced a new. Uh, a change to WWE's domestic violence policy. That being, Stephanie McMahon said that we have a zero tolerance policy for domestic abuse. Upon arrest for such misconduct, our superstars are immediately suspended and should there be a conviction, that superstar or diva would be terminated. Which China basically just shat all over that for saying that when... uh, when her and X-Pac were in their whole, like, fight or whatever, China also got arrested, even though it was X-Pac that beat her. Uh-huh. So sh- that's what that's what she said, at least. I don't know the story or whatever, but basically in domestic violence 
just domestic abuse cases, both parties get arrested, even yeah. if one party's innocent. So China, I think, was saying that the suspension on behalf of an innocent person is stupid. And, I think and offensive to her, I guess. I don't I don't know. I think you have to take precautions both ways. I mean, you can't really take just one side of the story. And that's like I see where China's coming from, but I Yeah, no, I, I see both sides where she's offended that they wouldn't uh they would take that they would uh, not take a side, but on the other hand as a company you can't take a side and you have to kind of act out on both the uh, both sources. Yeah, which is what I like because if somebody ends up turning up where if it turns out that somebody did abuse somebody and you're letting them continue to work, then that's bad for your company. Yeah. It looks very bad for your company. And this, this whole thing with that, that Stephanie McMahon announced was because I believe of that, the whole Ray Rice situation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough subject, but yeah, but it's it's something that is uh, that they're improving on, and it's as Brandon said, it's a tough subject, but they're improving on it. They're trying to make strides in the right direction yes. with uh, handling it. Yeah. So domestic violence, sexual assault, child abuse—it's all under that policy. That and it's not just the wrestlers, and uh, it's not superstars and divas. It's also WWE corporate employees as well, mm -hmm. I believe. So good. Yeah. Um, next comment is from Steve. AKA Disgruntled Dorp. Hey guys, a quick question for you both. What are your top three finishers of all time? Um, all right, you want to go every other or? No, I'd just like to hear your list first. All right, I want to actually hear yours first. No, right? I, no, no, because you spent so much time working on yours and mine was a no brainer. All right, well, my number one favorite finisher is the Burning Hammer. I love that finisher big time. Wait, what's um, the question though? Top three finishers of all time. Okay. So Burning Hammer, all time. I'm tossing up there Even Flow DDT by Raven. I've always been such a mark for that move. Um, remember and remember to, when we met Raven and you were like, can you, uh, can you hit me with the Even Flow please? Yeah, and he did it. No, he did I was didn't. surprised. He I goes, get away from me, kid. Huh? He said, "Get away from me, kid! I'm eating yeah, my cheeseburger." What is it? I'm in. What is he in? Mensa. Well, yeah, that? yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, he deserves better than that. Um, deserves better than Mensa. Hmm? What do you mean? No, no then having a kid come up to him. Oh. to even flow him. <laughs> he deserves better than that. Kid, I know questions. what a hundred times a thousand is. Um, and then this is a tough one because I put down. A finisher that I'm a big fan of. Just say that it's one. Not of, it's not of all time, though. Say it. Uh, I put Chemical, Imba Chemical Imbalance 2 by Delirious. Oh, I, I think that finisher is so sick. Um, but I guess, yeah, I don't know. What did you it's originally really have there? It's not all time, though. What did you originally have there? Hmm? What did you originally have there? I didn't have anything. Oh, I thought you said you crossed one off. Oh, the one that I crossed off was the Brain Buster. Oh, uh, okay. So it's more like, it's not really looked at, I didn't look at it as all time. I just wrote down three finishers that I really like, but not of all time. And see, for me, the three finishers that are like no-brainer, like right away, top three of all time, in no order by any means necessary. That's not, I don't mean to say necessary, do I? I don't know. Stone Cold Steve Austin, obviously, the stunner. 
then you got Sweet Chin Music, and honestly, the RKO. All right, I'm going to toss up there the Hogan leg drop. Not sure if you're serious. No, that leg drop, that one finisher took over a bunch of generations. Uh, what do you mean a bunch of generations? I don't know. Like whatever. in the 80s, like it, it spanned like grandmas to net, net nieces and nephews and grandchilds and, and much. sons. Thank you very much for your questions and comments. Continue sending them in. Send them into uh, email us uh, marking out one at gmail.com. You can do that. You can post them on our website. If you want to tweet them to us, if you want to post them on our Facebook, do it up. So, yeah. So what do you want to touch about, talk about first? Not WWE. Yeah, you tell me. Um, all right. So let's kick it off with CZW. CZW Tangled Web 7 took place this past weekend. Um, and it was a, from what I've been reading, it was a very good, uh, very good event. You had Joe Gacy defeating Papa Don. Shane Strickland uh, retained his uh, CCW Wired title against Mike Bailey. Caleb Conley defeated the debuting Trevor Lee from the West Coast. Devin Moore defeated Matt Tremont in, in uh, a barbed wire. Uh, what was it? Ultraviolet match or a barbed wire match? No. A tangled web match. Yeah, right. Um, and then in the main event, you had Biff Music defending his CCW World Heavyweight Championship against Chris Dickinson. And at the end, Chris Dickinson actually had the victory won, but the referee refused to count the three, ripped off his shirt, revealing that he was a, he was a, a part of the front and that he was pretty much bought out. So he, that happened. Busick uh, ended up picking up the victory after that shocker. But then following that, uh, Mr. Sozio and the front came out and Sozio ended up defeating Busick for that championship because they had the referee uh, count to three. They had the match Wait, start. Wait, but how did, how did Sozio, like, did he have a thing? What do you mean? Like, how did he get into the match? They, they just created it. Oh, okay. I thought he yeah. had, like, I thought it they was, had... It was, an on, it was on the spot match. It wasn't a, it wasn't like, a, it, it was an on the spot official match. Oh, it wasn't anything that was planned, though. Because I, I thought he had so, like a like a token or something that. No, no, no. He didn't have like anything like that. He just had. He just. Uh, it's just the front owns pretty much everyone. Right. So, uh, but Sozio is your new uh, CZW World Heavyweight Champion. So on November first, CZW uh, Cerebral in Deer Park, New York. It's Deer gonna be Park, New York. At the NYWC Sportatorium, NYWCWrestling.com. WC Sportatorium. So NYWCWrestling.com. Um, but yeah, it's CZW's debut New York show. So you know they're going to be bringing all of their top guys. People from Long Island are going to be, wrestlers are going to be making appearances possibly. And they're going to be bringing all their top A games. So you don't want to miss this event. November 1st, as of now. There's going to be a no ropes barbed wire ultraviolet warfare match. Sozio defending his championship against Biff Busick. And you're also going to be having Tony Nese versus John Silver. Uh, those are only two matches announced so far, but they're bound to announce a ton more. I'm sure Shane Strickland and all of your other wrestlers are going to be there. Beaver, uh, not the Beaver Boys, because Johnny Silver's, Silver, Silver's already wrestling. But you'll be seeing a ton of talent. Go check it out. 
ZZWrestling.com. Check them out. It's crazy how they do matches, like the, the no rope, just barbed wire. Yeah, some of the stuff they do is just um, – but that's the thing with CZW. I was thinking about it. They are trying to become like the new ECW in the way that they uh, do I have- mean, that's been like – I mean, I feel like that's kind of like years already that they've but, – But even still, yeah, maybe years already, but I'm, I haven't been watching them for years already. But they have – so then they are the new ECW. Which I don't know if I would say that either, but... Okay, well, because CZW, you have your hardcore matches, you also have your high flyers, you have your technical wrestlers, you have your gimmicks, you have a little bit of everything. So I think that what they have right now is good, and I think that they're trying to break away from that um, that thought process that, oh, it's CZW, all they do is hardcore barbed wire matches who cares about that but they really aren't because they bring in a lot of talent and a lot of good talent as well a lot a lot of talent that is good so i think that everyone should be checking out czw so november 1st czw cerebral deal deer park new york check it out yeah uh, up next do you want to go over pwg yeah go through some of this yeah on 10 17 uh pwg had a show uh, Tomasa Ciampa defeated Biff Busick. Yeah, the PWG World Tag Team titles were defended. Uh, the world's cutest tag team defeated Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor. So Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan still champs. Uh, Young Bucks also teamed up, defeating ACH and AR Fox. And in the main event, you had the PWG World title on the line as Kyle O'Reilly defeated Roderick Strong. Yeah. So... Definitely check out PWG. Um, just to make note, in attendance to this event was the UFC champion uh, Ronda Rousey and, some and of her, her four, four uh, horsewomen. Not all of them were there, though, right? Yeah. So. And she got involved. Yeah, she got involved during a Champa's match, yeah. giving a um, Biff Usyk a chop. So it was very cool. Very cool, definitely. Yeah. Up um, next. Uh... Mm-hmm. Done with that, right? Yep. Uh, Sanctuary will be taking place uh, on October 26th. That's this Sunday in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, 172 North Wyoming Street. We're going to be seeing Fatal Four Way Action Jason King versus Super Pogo versus Too Hot Steve Scott versus uh, Top Shelf Troy Nelson. We're also going to be seeing the Dynamic Sensation taking on Ben Ortiz, um, Scumbag Nation, and Lucky 13 and Matt McIntosh. They're going to have a tag team match there. We're going to be seeing the first match of, well, let me say that first. Uh, Semi-main event, we're going to be seeing Damian Gibbs versus Anthony Bowens. I guess that's a match that's been waiting to happen or a rematch, or I don't know. Yeah, rematch. They've been going. They have a quite a feud going. Yeah, too. They've been wrestling all throughout many multiple promotions, especially Sanctuary. Where, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Damian Gibbs gave Bowens a nasty pile driver on the outside of the ring. I think I believe so. Yeah. That- so this is there's a lot building from these two wrestlers. Yeah, and then the main event for that evening, we're going to be seeing uh, the Dynamos taking on making their in-ring debut for the Sanctuary, the Exer guys. Uh, that's been building as well. Yeah, for- overall, this event you do not want to miss. I mean, you'll be seeing the Doomsday... Uh, you'll be seeing Doomsday Jesus, 
uh, you'll be seeing Atu, the God King Atu. Which is the Doomsday Jesus. Yeah, it's just weird that, yeah, Doomsday Jesus, Doomsday Jesus, the God King himself, Atu, Sam Cabrera, and a ton more. Yeah, definitely check this out. Tickets are only five bucks. Uh, That's it. Facebook.com slash Sanctuary PA. Yeah. Um, and also, also, you're going to be having... Hold on one moment. I was going to do Sanctuary Pro PA, too, on Twitter. Yeah, say it. Yeah, so there you go. Say it again. Sanctuary Pro PA, at Sanctuary Pro PA, Twitter. 172 uh, North Wyoming Street, Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Be there Sunday. House of Glory, November 1st, fight or flight. Going to be taking place in Jamaica, New York. Jamaica, Queens. Uh, you're going to be seeing your champion... <laughs> First time ever, Ricochet versus Loki. Big dream match right there. You'll also be having the Tag Team Championships on the line as Amazing Red and Crimson team up to take on to defend their championship against Savari Zone. Are they related or no? No, no relation. Weird, it was just right? that TNA angle where they were uh, brothers. Right. Well, because they really, they, they kind of do look alike. I know, it's funny. Yeah, we're also going to be seeing a non-sanctioned County of King Street fight between Brian XL and Anthony Gangone. Yeah, you'll be seeing the bad boy himself, Joey Janelli in action, the Batari, and so much more. So go check them out. House of uh, House of Hardcore. House of Glory. House of Glory. Go check yeah. them out, November 1st. What else you got cooking over there? I don't think we have anything cooking. What uh, about yeah? Some... What about cooking with Brandon? How's that going? I mean, it's done. I, okay, I can't when... wait for it to be out. I don't know. I don't have any more information. I wish I did, but oh, so you don't have any updated with anybody? <laughs> no, I had fun filming it. I know that. All right, so it is recorded. It is done with. It is in the books. It just has to be edited and released. Correct. All right. Well, about some outside the ring news. Yes, let's hit that up. Uh, well, first and foremost, unfortunately, on Monday, uh, wrestling legend Ox Baker passed away. And for those that are not wrestling fans, you may know him from the movie es uh, Escape from New York, uh, starring Kurt Russell. He was the big guy that faced off against Kurt Russell and gave him a, a good fight. But, yeah. yeah. It was always fun seeing him at shows and seeing people like react to him because... I mean, if you've never seen what Ox Baker looks like, he's got like the big, the bushy eyebrows, the big handlebar yeah. mustache. He doesn't have your average look. Right. And it's just like, is he going to be a nice guy? Uh, is he going to be scary? Blah, blah. Like little kids like tend to look scared uh, from him or for him. No, scared. What do I want to say? Scared of him. Scared of him. Yeah. And then, I was uh, petrified. And then they, they get up to him and he's just one of, he was one of the nicest guys that, I mean, I had the opportunity to meet there, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, the most I, I I've shaken his hand, but I never really spoke to him. I don't think. Yeah, I, I used to. I took some pictures for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's but cool. He'll definitely be missed. Uh, yes. Any other outside the ring news? The social media media yes person that was in the altercation with Alberto Del Rio that led to Del Rio's release from the WWE. He recently left the company, so unsure if that's um, yeah, if there's Cody, any reason for that. But Cody Barbieri, I don't know what's his name. Um, yeah, but he's left now. And it's, oh, just did we talk about Justin Roberts? 
<clears throat> I don't know. I think we may have, but yeah. Justin Roberts is. Yeah, we definitely did last yeah. week. Well, but I guess now it's official. Oh yeah, we did because that we we knew Eden was replacing. Yeah, him. but it's not true because Eden replaced, I guess, Lillian Garcia for SmackDown. Well, yeah, but Lillian Garcia is on Raw now. Yes, it was so weird watching Raw this past week and not hearing Justin. You guys are on a first name basis. Uh, as opposed, to, what am I supposed to say? It's weird uh, watching Raw and not hearing Mr. Roberts. Yeah, that's more like it. I don't know about that. Um, I don't know any other. I can't think of anything that's of the ring news. Nothing really else happened. Anybody get arrested? <laughs> I don't we'd be know. better off if we covered the NFL for I that. I was just gonna say this isn't the NFL talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really it. Do you want to just go to a musical interlude? Well, do you do you have any questions for me? Um, <laughs> you're such a moron. All right, can I tell? Can I bring up what this from? Because no one's gonna know. Yeah, if people do know, man, that more power. Was, did we air that or no? No, that's aired. Okay, can we air it again, like on the podcast? I don't want to air it again. It's so old. Right. It's from so, 2012 we, or 2011. Geez. All right, it's from when we interviewed uh, Zack Ryder. We were running low on questions and anything. <laughs> and then when we when it got down to the end, Brandon was just like... I didn't yeah, ask it. No? You, was think, it you? I think Chris asked it. Was it Chris? I thought it was you. No, nah, I'm almost certain Chris asked it. Do you have any questions for us? That's too funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so... All right, let's go to a musical interlude. This upcoming song is called Biting Hands by Skyburns Red. Enjoy. Yeah, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Oh, what a beautiful sight 
talk by pro wrestling fans this is the morning hour of the show um here with queen david how are you doing hey welcome to the show (laughs) you have way too much energy for the morning hey i'm born with energy and sparkles and glitter and i'm so ready well speaking of being ready why don't you tell the folks what they just heard you just heard Sky Burns Red, the song Biting Hands. Uh, the CD, the album, is called Machines. Go check them out. Go purchase the album. Well worth it. Skyburnsred.com. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash SkyBurnsRed. Twitter.com slash SkyBurnsRedBand. And that's the same thing for... It's not the same thing. Facebook.com slash SkyBurnsRed. Go check them out. Well worth it. Very... Uh, very different to hear the orchestra combined with rock. I love it. Go check it out. Yes. Um, I guess let's move on to some sports entertainment. How does that sound for you? Do you want to talk? Let's yeah. Okay. Let's wow. talk what about. Talk? Let's talk about NXT first. Okay. Yep. Let's do NXT talk. Last night's episode, we saw the Ascension team up to defeat Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger. I don't. I, I don't understand what WWE did with the Ascension. I can tell you what they did. They ruined the Ascension. I don't Completely. get it. And uh, after this match, Hideo Itami ran out. I guess some would say it was stupid, but some would say it was, uh, I don't know, not honorful. Stupid as in why did they put this on the show? Or stupid no, no, no stupid on Hideo bro- Itami's part to go up by himself against the Ascension. Well, how stupid could it be? I mean, he has gotten the best of them uh, in the past. Well, this time the Ascension definitely got the best of Hideo. I mean, he had to defend the honor of uh, uh, Funaki. So Funaki got beaten up by them. So I don't know. Hopefully someone will come in. He can find someone, some way to even this field because he may have had the... He may have had a little um, advantage on them by them not really knowing who he is or what he has the potential of doing. But now they're catching on, so he's got to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we also saw Tyler Breeze defeating C.J. Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did we see? We saw... Uh, Bailey. Ba- uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Yes, we did. Sasha Banks picked up the victory there. And, yeah, uh, and then... So what's his name? Rebecca Knox, uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch came on down after the match because Sasha Banks was kept on wailing away. Becky Lynch came out to try to make the save, but then she turned on Bailey, knocked her right to the ground. Crowd hated it. Becky Lynch sided with Sasha Banks. Yeah, so I guess what Sasha Banks really affected Bailey, uh, not Bailey. Um, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. Yeah, she had her pep talk with her, telling her how she's just going to be walked around. She's got to start doing uh, acting tough and everything. So yeah, we also saw. Yeah, we also saw Big Cass and uh, Enzo Amore talking with Carmella. Said that she's got a match, I believe, next week. 
But Enzo Amore didn't get any, uh, he gets no loving. What's the deal with that? What does that mean? Big Cass gets the kiss and Enzo oh. gets nothing. Okay. It's <laughs> like, I, I mean, have no idea what you mean. Enzo is the one that got her the match booked. Yeah, well. I hope this doesn't lead to a, a breakup of these two, of Cass and Enzo. I hope well, she I hope doesn't uh, get in between them. Yeah, I hope not. And then we also saw the NXT Championship being defended. Adrian Neville took on and defeated Titus O'Neil. This match, I thought, was... Like, here and there were a bit, like, sloppy, I thought. Mm -hmm. But overall, good match. Definitely check it out. And uh, afterwards, Sami Zayn came out and challenged Adrian Neville. Said any... any Or no, he said, I want a, a shot of the title. And Adrian Neville said any time, anywhere. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure every fan of NXT would agree that they want to see Sami Zayn in that aspect of the title match in the title scene. Yeah. So, I mean, he has been, but not really one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Um, so, yeah. And, I guess uh, we're gonna, that's going to be a match to look forward to. Yeah. So, And then, I guess, speaking of NXT, uh, news broke, I guess, today, officially, of on... PS3 and Xbox 360, a mode called Who Who Got Next or Who Got NXT, which will be another storyline like CM Punk and John Cena, like Triple H and HBK, or like the downloadable content ones of Ultimate Warrior, uh, Mark Henry's Hall of Pain, Randy Orton vs. Christian. This one is exclusive to PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, featuring Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, Rusev, Corey Graves, Bo Dallas, and uh, I believe, yeah, each match of the, you have four matches in each chapter, and uh, mm -hmm. just a different array of NXT guys, that's how you well, unlock the NXT guys. What I don't like is that they do have exclusives for... Uh certain systems i don't think that's right I, I think not, that it's is not. it because they can't fit all of it i have no idea i think what i have no idea i think my career is obviously incentive to switch to a newer system mm -hmm. but i mean i could see it being to be incentive but it kind of just sucks both rosters though are exactly the same so they say i don't know if that means the PlayStation 4 exclusive Hulkamania characters will be available at some point for... Well, one could only hope that Zack Ryder's in one of them. Yeah, oh yeah, they announced that there will be secret characters. So, I don't know. What I assume, the secret characters that we'll find out as we play the game, I assume those are the ones that recently got released. And they, like, Brodus Clay, maybe Tensai's in there... Uh, Three-man band, Sin Cara, even though he's not released. I don't well, see how Sin Cara didn't make the cut. Neither is Tensai. Yeah. But um, um, hopefully Zack Ryder is in there somewhere. He has to be. He uh, has to be a secret character. I don't know. But with the Who Got Next mode, there is a Proving Ground mode, which uh, many people who are familiar with 2K14, they would know the Undertaker's Defeat the Streak where you would have a one-on-one -on -one with Undertaker and you, you got to pin it and it was super tough. This time it's going to be like that, but with John Cena, I, from what I gather. 
I beat it on my first go around. Eh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I remember that first. Actually, time. no, I beat it on the second go around. Yeah. The first first go around, I wasn't expecting to get have the lights turn out and then get tombstoned. Yeah, but I believe it'll be for uh, John Cena, or it'll be John Cena. But this is how you'll be able to unlock the entire roster, the NXT mm-hmm. roster. So very cool, very cool. Uh, let's talk about some SmackDown now. How about it? Oh, hold on. You got to defeat John Cena using all five NXT superstars. Uh-huh. The match itself is a traditional one-on-one match with a 30-minute time limit. The Proving Ground match also contains mode-specific commentary that can be heard during the entrance scenes, gameplay, and victory scene. Like defeat the streak, you're providing a score, or you're provided a score at the end of your match. And should you manage to beat Cena, you'll be able to upload your score on the Proving Ground online leadership board. That's pretty cool. Which who gives a fuck about that? Uh, I think that's, that's cool. my first F-bomb of the show. Probably. <clears throat> but here's a tip. If you force Cena to submit, you'll score well, a huge win bonus. Ah, so, oh, Okay, so unlock <laughs> superstars. This this mode also will unlock the NXT arena, the NXT arrival arena, which... Wait, NXT arrival arena only available on current gen. I don't know what that means, considering this is a mode specific for... That makes no sense to me. But then the NXT Championship, Tag Team Championship, Women's Championship. Basically, 2K is keeping us all in the dark, and we don't know what the fuck to expect from this game. And I love it. That's how I think it should that's be. That's not how you sell a video game. But I think that's how a video game should be. They should be no, secrets. I don't. I, think I you, disagree completely. People are still going to buy it. It wasn't different in the past. They... In, not the past, but as we were kids growing up, like middle school and stuff, when they had all these games coming out, I think, they never announced anything like this. I think with so much technology these days, with how I guess how used we are used to. Exactly, you're used to it, so stop being used to it. I, I think just, I think people I think, got spoiled. No, I think it's a terrible marketing strategy. I think it's smart because people, we, no, it, it's wrestling. People are going to no, buy it regardless. Because I don't and if think and if so. and if and not, one. Once, and if not, when people when the secrets are announced and whatever after the game is released, no, more people will go in and buy it. I don't think the secrets are going to be big enough for people to want. They're going to be like, oh, why didn't they just tell us they were in it from the start? Like oh to yeah, get you to buy it. Oh yeah, Brodus Clay. Because there's gonna be people well, that do. see secret, and they're gonna be like, oh, I wonder who the secrets is. I'm gonna buy it to find out. Oh my God, New Age Outlaws aren't in it. This is bullshit. That's Which, you. by the way, New Age That's Outlaws you. should 100 percent be That's in you. it. That's you. Yeah, but I pre-ordered. So. All right, so let's talk about SmackDown. And the game comes out less than a week, so maybe next week's episode we'll discuss the the actual game. I don't know. Shall All see. right, so SmackDown. Let's start with the middles. Let's start with the bads. Bads? Yeah. Why? Well, I'm, why not? I mean, it's all, all right, one. Go with the bads. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, Brandon are... wants to go with the bads. Yeah, well, might as no, well. No, no, no. Go with the bads. Might go as well talk about a segment rather than a match. No, yeah, you're, you're correct. Uh, Big Show and Mark Henry's segment, though. I They basically admitted to committing a crime in flipping some dude's car and then leaving the scene before they got in trouble. Because the guy took their parking spot. But uh, then they spoke about the United States of America and Rusev. Rusev and Lana came out and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog said to Big Show uh, that Big Show's going to lose and he'll do, he'll be a disgrace to the United States. So there was that segment. I thought it was so stupid. 
I thought. Well, and when I say the dog is still alive. Yeah, you know, when I say Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, I say that because that is exactly what Rusev sounds like when he speaks English. If anyone uh, has ever heard Rusev speak English and you've never heard Triumph, go Google Triumph the Insult Comic oh, Dog. Oh, so you, so Triumph the Insult Dog wasn't on Raw? You mean SmackDown? Yeah, SmackDown. No, but that's oh. what Rusev sounds like. So. Well, that's what I was imagining, that that dog was actually on SmackDown. Because that's exactly what Rusev sounds like. Mark Henry, I am going to kick you. <laughs> Big Show, you're going to be a disgrace to the United States of America. Something like that. Yeah. Not, not AJ funny. defeated Layla yeah. uh, in the middles. Paige was on commentary. Alicia Fox was by her side. Yeah. It it bothered me that Michael Cole said that he believes AJ is the greatest Divas champion ever. He's supposed to. Yeah, but what has she done to deserve that accolade? Nothing, but he's supposed to. He's supposed to put over, put over AJ, especially when Vince McMahon tells him to put over AJ. I just don't get it. That's the way it is. At one point during this match, AJ hit Layla with like a spinning with her spinning heel kick. Which I think she could have seriously hurt Layla with the way that she landed her foot. Yeah. If if she was over a couple inches, that would have been like that could have been mm-hmm. a chest injury or something. I don't know. No. I, don't, I don't understand AJ. Let's but, talk about the goods though. Well, just after the match, Alicia Fox went in to attack AJ, but AJ hit her and Paige ripped her off and hit her with the rampage. So mm-hmm. now let's talk about the goods. All right, there was a promo about Seth Rollins. Well, not about him. I uh, mean, Bobby. Yeah, well, before you say that, uh, before SmackDown actually started, there was a four-minute opening video, which I don't think was needed. I don't think it's necessary to have a four-minute video package to introduce SmackDown. Just go right into the action, or just go, like, a small little video package. But... I do like how Seth Rollins started out chanting back to the fans saying, I sold out. Because the fans chant to him that you sold out. Which, I don't really... I still don't get the you sold out chance for him. He did what's best, right? He did what's best for out. He sold out. He turned on the the shield and went where the money is. Yeah, well, I guess I get it then. But uh, he eventually moved on to talk about Dean Ambrose and how he'll defeat him at the pay-per-view. And Dolph Ziggler came out and spoke about respect, which led right into our opening contest with uh, Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler. Uh, another great match between both of them. And yeah. It, it brings me right back to summer when we had they had a few matches between the two of them. And they're all good. Yeah. They're all good. I really like seeing Ziggler's top row... Uh, the face buster that he does when he drags them off the top rope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sheamus and the Usos defeated Goldstar and the Miz. Um, obviously, Miz just, he may be the star, but he's not really living up to uh, Miz now. Yeah. Maybe the star, but I think that the, uh, what is he? The, the, um, the, what is he called, Miz now? I don't the know. The backup. What's the backup called? Oh. The stunt double. Yeah, the stunt double. The stunt double's kind of taking the spotlight from the Miz. It's funny that someone someone had a sign that said Sandow is the Mandow. That's I funny. I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but and yeah. uh like I keep saying, it's so much more enjoyable when Miz and Sheamus aren't in singles competition. 
Agreed. Uh, Nikki defeated Naomi. Yeah. Um, Naomi had a really nice judo throw in this match. And uh, I think she's... I, I, we've said this way before, and I'm sure we'll say it again in the future, that she's just such an underutilized performer. And she yeah. should have been Divas Champion by now. For sure. Um, and then in the main event, you had Dean Ambrose defeating Kane by DQ. Yeah, Seth Rollins got involved and dragged uh, Dean Ambrose out of the ring and beat him down. And uh, they continued the attack, and Kane brought out a chair, or brought a chair into the ring, which backfired for Kane in the end, so... There. Sucks for Kane. Sucks to be Kane. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some Monday Night Raw, though. Monday Night Nitro. I'm going to assume because of the last segment, you kind of want to start with the bads this time around. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, the bads this time start with the match, and uh, the middles, let's, uh, let's start with the middles. <laughs> All right, let's start with the middles then. Yeah, Triple H, Randy Orton, Kane, and Seth Rollins were in the ring, and uh, Triple H spoke about the Hell in a Cell match, which it's this basically it's the same promo that we hear every single time a match like this happens. Oh, you don't go into the Hell in a Cell. You go into it normal. You you come out never the same again. It's like it's it's every single time. We it's it's not necessary. Yeah, cool story, and, bro. Triple H said that he's won the most Hell in a Cell matches, which isn't true, as he's tied with Undertaker. And uh, during the segment, there was some sort of tension between Randy Orton and Seth Rollins again, for what I believe to be no reason. Randy Orton's not champion. John Cena isn't. Dean Ambrose isn't. Nor is Seth Rollins. I don't think there should be any... There, it does, to me, it doesn't make sense. Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins makes no sense to me. It's just creative running out of ideas and kind of throwing shit together. And, yeah. Seeing what sticks. Triple H said uh, the winner of Orton and Cena will face Brock Lesnar. And uh, to end the segment, Kane's pyro and music just randomly went off. So Nice. Uh, Rusev defeated Big E. Um, yeah, why Big E? Why Big E? Yeah. Is a good, a good question because I have to say that I hated having to see this match again. Yeah, it was awful the first time around. I think uh, WWE needs to just put Langston with Woods and... Uh, Rusev with Ziggler? No, I, well, I mean, not against. I was saying that the, the whole faction with Kofi Kingston. I think yeah, they, yeah. But I think they just need to be on TV. Uh, yeah. And uh, I do think this match was a lot better than their other matches in the past. Uh but I guess the main thing to take away from this this whole segment was after the match, instead of the Russian flag coming down, Big Show appeared on the Titantron and I guess did some Looney Tunes shit, and it was the American flag that came down. And when Rusev went to rip that flag down, a man with quote-unquote military garb, I guess, uh, rushed the ring to attack Rusev, but ended up getting kicked in the face and knocked out. Yeah, he's one of the owners of a wrestling promotion over there. Let me say he's this. He's an indie wrestler. Let me say this. Even if this was real, and a soldier ran into the ring, and he was legit heated and pissed off, and he went to attack Rusev, I think Rusev would 100% have the right to kick him in the face. Of course. I... Just thought this was a stupid way to get Rusev heat, especially because there was a guy with real 
A real military member in real military outfits sitting front row. I didn't know that, but oh, but I'm not against them using uh, whatever tactics to get a heel over. I'm not against that at all. And, um, uh, after after Rusev left, Big Show came out and uh, Rus and called out Rusev. Rusev didn't show up, and uh, now you said you said that you well, thought well, that let this me finish was, this. Uh, that Rusev, he said Rusev's 15 minutes of fame are going to be up come hell in a cell. And then he went looking for him and didn't find him. But yeah. You said that you thought that this made the military look weak, though? Yeah, because I don't, see, I don't see no soldier, I don't see any soldier getting hit in the face with a punch or a kick or anything and just staying there. That I don't think, yeah, I yeah. just don't see that happening. I don't see that being too, that's not realistic to me. It's wrestling, it's not real. It's fake, right? Which, it's acting. Which I don't think that it's I, okay to. I I don't think it made the military look weak at all. I, don't I mean, know. I don't think it made any soul, any any member of the military look weak or whatever. I don't, so I I just don't see where you're coming from with that. Well, I said I don't see that being how a military man would react. But he was also kicked in the face. I've been by, kicked I, in the I face, kicked, and I've gotten up. Yeah, but now the thing is, it wasn't a kick to the face. It was a missed kick? <laughs> yeah, because there's no connection there. It's not a real kick. It's not UFC. Right, so what are you saying? that? I'm s saying that there's no... that I don't think it made anybody look, free, uh, look weak. It's not... It's, it's something that fake took place. It's acting. Uh, like, I just don't see where you, how you can even think that this made anybody look weak. Oh, well, I just explained it, so... No. Um, yeah, that's it for the middles, right? Yes. Let's move on to the bads, shall we? Yeah? Yeah. Well, you could start. It's your favorite match again. Alicia Fox defeated AJ, uh, courtesy of Paige. Uh, a little bit sloppy match. I wasn't, I wasn't sold by the match, but the end of the match wasn't too bad where Paige... No, that was fine. Yeah, where Paige and Fox kind of played it off as if they uh, were... Where Paige was getting a little bit too physical with Fox, threw her back into the ring, but then she distracted AJ to cost AJ the match. Yeah. I just, I don't understand why they'd throw this match on Raw, especially after it didn't work on SmackDown the other week. Yeah. And in regards to AJ, again, I'll say this, I'm not a wrestler, I'm not trained, I've never been trained in anything. But to me, there's no, absolutely no reason to fall after every single move you hit. And when you're supposed to fall, there's no reason to fall with your legs straight up in the air. Like, I, I don't understand. that. It's just, to me, it's just smoke and mirrors with AJ. She's, yeah, she's, she's not getting it. She still may be one of the cutest divas of all time, but there's just nothing good with her in the ring. Yeah. And yeah. I really, and I know, I see every day more and more people come out and say, wow, AJ really is not a good wrestler. Yeah, but you're still going to have so many AJ supporters and people that are going to defend her at the end of time. It's just, I now I've, I've seen the light. And uh, speaking of seeing the light, it has nothing to do with seeing the light, but uh, Randy Orton cut a promo in the ring with the Hell in a Cell a bit lowered down. And uh, to me, I think there were way too many segments revolving around Randy Orton and Seth Rollins that, that night on Raw. Yeah. During this one, John Cena came out, and they were speaking about uh, the match, and then Brock Lesnar. 
And uh, Paul Heyman came out and reminded John Cena and Orton that Brock was also in the class of 2002. Cena went to hit the AA on Paul Heyman, but put him down and then turned into an RKO. And then Paul Heyman got hit with an RKO. What did any of that achieve? Nothing. I just, I don't understand. That's what happens when you don't have your champion on television. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. This pay-per-view means nothing. Mm-hmm. John Cena versus Randy Orton means nothing other than the fact that it's a number one. Who the fuck has ever heard of a number one contender match in, in the Hell in a Cell? Mm-mm. Has there ever been something like that? I don't even know. Probably. It, it does. I just don't understand. Um, let's move on to the goods, though. Well, before we do that, I just want to riff about a. Uh, they they aired the by the numbers video for the Hell in a Cell, which I just really pissed off because the facts that they aired were incorrect. For example, they say that only eleven superstars have won the Hell in a Cell match. Meanwhile, it's been 12. And they also say that since the first match, only 29 superstars have been in it, which is also wrong because there's 31, which I'm which I'm including Paul Heyman on that list for because he's been in that match. And the next incorrect fact was that they say 18 superstars would not fight in the Hell in a Cell again. The right number would be 19 there. And I just see them, it's like they're a billion dollar, multi-million dollar company, and they have the best production out there, and you can't put together a correct facts video? Like, that makes no sense. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You should call them up about it. Like, yeah, you have the wrong facts, you air it. Makes no sense. It will go over. Yeah, right. And record it too, right? Yeah. Moving on to the goods, though. We have Mizdow and Goldust and Stardust defeating Sheamus and the Usos. Miz was originally in the match, but stepped down and had Mizdow get in. I'm just going to... I hate the fact that the commentary team is referred to them as Gold and Stardust. That's what you refer to them as. No, Gold Star. They, they well, say Gold like and Stardust. Yeah, I mean... Like, they don't say gold dust. They say gold and stardust. Right. Well... I'm not a fan of that. But uh, Stardust missed with a kick to Sheamus and got hit with a bro kick. And uh, Mizdow snuck in there and, and rolled Sheamus up for the victory, which the crowd absolutely loved. And so did the Miz, who was on commentary. Yes. He flipped out about it. Yeah. Because he got a victory. Yeah. Or at least he says he got a victory. Yeah. Did you see their... Um, their raw fallout with Miz down in uh, Miz. I did not. Uh, it's pretty funny. Miz getting interviewed about the victory and taking pretty much the credit for Miz Dow. I'm we're definitely going to see Miz Dow outshine the Miz. Miz gets jealous and then you have a feud right there. And then that's going to lead to the IC title or US title. Well, do we see maybe Miz picking up the victory this Sunday? I guess we'll have to find out when we hit the predictions page, don't we? Predictions page? Yeah. Um, Brie Bella defeated Summer Rae. Yeah, it was a standard match. Nothing too special, but by no means a bad match at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. And then up uh, next, we have Dean Ambrose in uh, an in-ring segment. Came to the ring with a bag and uh, ended up setting up a chair and pulled out a dummy of Seth Rollins. To which he started to attack it, and uh, 
Seth Rollins, Jamie Noble, and Joey Mercury came out, and Seth spoke about him selling out, and uh, I thought the dummy thing and Rollins promo went on too long. I thought the dummy. I thought that was funny. I just thought it went on too long, and for me, the mega savior of this segment was Mick Foley coming out to talk about the Hell in a Cell and, and their matches or their match, I guess. And uh, to me, this is a great use of someone. That's outside of the company coming back in. Yeah, the Rock, Smart. the Rock with Rusev, to me was not a good example of that. It didn't do anything for Rusev. This at least showcases Seth Rollins and showcases Dean Ambrose. So, agreed. Yeah, and um, it was a great promo. And I think mm-hmm. if there's ever going to be a main event of that pay per view, I think it should be Ambrose and Rollins. Even though, who do we see being the last match of the evening? Yeah, I know. That should definitely be the main event. Yeah. Um, in an amazing match, Cesaro defeated Dolph Ziggler. Um, yeah, yeah week, week after week, it's the matches like this that I want to be seeing. Yeah, and there's not much to say about the match itself because it's all amazing. Like, it's all, all of their matches together are, are great. Yeah. Um, it's like a broken record. You can't. How many times can we say uh, praise these two in the ring? Absolutely. Um, I like the finish. I liked how Cesaro picked up the finish with the the victory with the uppercut, European uppercut. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Me neither, and that's what I liked. Um, in the main event, you had the Authority defeat John Cena and Dean Ambrose. In a, what they want to call a two on three handicap street fight. I yeah. think saying two on three and handicap in the same sentence is redundant. Mm-hmm. But uh, during the match, uh, the cell was actually lowered down and the match continued. And Dean Ambrose hit Seth Rollins with a front drop kick when Seth Rollins was on the apron and Seth went flying. Into that was an cell. awesome. That was awesome. That I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. He went flying right into that cage. That like, as if Seth was on a harness and like, yeah, movie magic. Boom! Seth Rollins went flying into it. That was, I was never. It was awesome. It was mind blowing. But uh, awesome. And that was probably the coolest thing in the match. But uh, Orton almost got impaled, I think, by a table leg when he went. Rollins dove onto the outside, or no? Seth Rollins threw. Not Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose, I believe, threw Seth Rollins outside the ring. And he caught Seth Rollins. I think mm-hmm. that's how it went. And Orton, like, turned right into a table, like, and then threw the table and got pissed and cursed like Orton does. But uh, I know, I think you said this last week, but Michael Cole, I don't know if it was specifically this because, I don't know if he, he did the move last week, but when Dean Ambrose did the double-arm DDT, yeah, the Michael, now Dirty Deeds. Yeah, Michael Cole calls it the Dirty Deeds. Yeah, that's what they're doing now on. That's his finisher. From, from what I've been reading, he's not going to be doing the reverse headlock driver anymore. I don't understand why. I don't get it either. I guess this is now, from now on, the double arm DDT is going to be the his finisher, and that's going to be the Dirty Deeds. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. But um, Ambrose... But Ambrose went to hit his pendulum lariat on Orton, but got hit with the RKO, which won the match for the Authority. And it looked cool. Yeah. Very cool. And then after the match, Seth Rollins, taking advantage of a week uh, weekend Randy Orton, 
And curb stomped him. Which, and he, and he said that he calls the shots. What do you mean? That's what Seth Rollins, I call the shots. Oh, gotcha. Which, again, I don't. I don't get it. Because Triple H calls the shots. Yeah. Where have but, we ever seen Randy Orton calling the shots? Uh-uh. I don't get it. I don't, like, what's the point of... But that could also be causing the problem with him and the authority is he thinks that he uh, gets to call the shots and stuff like that when he doesn't. But, like, is that going to lead to Randy Orton versus... Triple H? No, Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar, and then during that match, <laughs> Seth Rollins cashes in, and Maybe. I don't get it. I just don't. I don't know. Let's go on to Hell in a Cell, though. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, WWE Hell in a Cell will be taking place live on pay-per-view and the WWE Network for only a small fee of a price that everybody knows and makes signs for and listens to the music. Uh, on October 26th at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm going to see an event up here. Say that again? I'm going to go to a wrestling event up here next time we're around. Times Union Center. Oh. I'm only like 10 minutes away from it, 15 minutes away. Is that Albany? Yeah, in Albany. Is that the, I think that used to be the Pepsi Center. Um, I'm not sure. It's right off 787 though. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so uh, let's start out with the matches. All right, uh, which match do you want to start with? Big Show versus Rusev. I'm, All right. I am going to say Rusev. I am going to go with Rusev as well. If Rusev doesn't win, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Want to go to the Nikki Bree? Yes. Nikki Bella versus Brie Bella, where the loser must become the winner's personal assistant for one month. If the loser does not comply, they will be forced to quit WWE. Which one is the, uh, the heel in this? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I don't, I don't really pay attention to their segments. Brie Bell is the heel. All right, I'm going with Brie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nikki is the heel. Oh, then I'm crossing that out. I'm going with Nikki. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going with Nikki as well. <laughs> yeah, ever since they started having that, those problems with Jerry Springer, uh, Jerry Springer and stuff, I just stopped watching them. I wish you died in the womb. Yeah. How do you not know who's heel, though? Daniel Bryan's married to the face. Brie. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I remember Nikki is because of her implants, Nikki Nipples. What? I don't know. I just associate her with Nippy, uh, Nikki Nipples. <laughs> I associate with, her with Nippy. Yeah, Dude, Nippy. They, and, they don't uh, and John look, Cena. And John they, Cena always goes go big or go home. I mean, so they look different, though. Like, how do you? They sound I different. I don't pay enough attention to them. They have different yeah. tattoos. Yeah. So how do you want to deal with this now? Go into title matches or do you want to deal with the Hell in a Cell matches? Well, let's go into Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Two out of three falls match for the Intercontinental Championship. That's going to be so awesome. I would hope Dolph Ziggler picks up the victory and I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. Although I would have no problem with Cesaro winning. So you're going with Ziggler? Yes, that's correct. I'm going to go with Cesaro on this one. Hmm. Going to go with Cesaro. He's got that two out of three falls uh, expertise. Uh, I'm going with him. It's like obviously it's going to the three falls, but. Yeah, of course. And I feel like Cesaro's going to hit the last fall. And I think if this is not the match of the night, then obviously Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins will have 
the ability to. But and if that's not the match of the night, then obviously Gold Star versus Usos. And if that's not it, <laughs> then. But speaking of Gold Star and uh, I don't know why did I say that I would never call them that. Speaking of Goldust and Stardust, the tag team <laughs> champions, they will be defending their titles against the Usos. I'm going Goldust and Stardust. I'm going with Gold Star as your winners. Yeah. And up All right. next. Yeah, AJ, Divas Champion, versus Paige. This one's, um, this one's tough for me. It really is, because on one hand, you want to see Paige as champion again. But and then, then you hear that, oh, Total Divas, wow, 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 they're not going to be champion. But they're also both... Uh, oh yeah, pa- because Paige is going to be on Total Divas, Oh, which right? we never announced that. Paige and Alicia Fox officially joined the cast. Or now when does that start recording, though? That's been. Oh, it's currently recording? Yeah, it's for like a month or two now. Oh shit, then I'm going to have to go with AJ. But is that going to be true? I... I can see it. I'm going to AJ. That's such bullshit. Yeah, because they don't want any Total Divas... Uh, um, wrestler to have the championship because they don't think it makes sense. So I'm going AJ. If like because if Paige loses here, literally, mm-hmm. what happens with Paige? Nothing. You've completely killed Paige. No, so. but the thing, the problem with the Divas division is, if you're not in the title scene, you're nowhere. Right. So I don't. I don't. You're get you. It. You're best off at that rate becoming a valet for someone, or a manager. And Even Paige, though, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Paige viewed with like someone like Summer Rae or Naomi, like someone that would actually, or Natalia, someone that puts on good matches and they just though, give AJ the whatevers. Even though I see me being wrong here, I'm going to say Paige just because I want, I I need Paige to be champion. I can't have AJ being anything in the WWE anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sheamus versus... It's not funny. You laugh, but I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah. yeah. Sheamus versus The Miz. I'm going to go with Sheamus. For Sheamus's. the United States Championship. Yeah. I'm going with Miz as well with a little help from Miz Dow. No, no. I'm going with Sheamus. Oh, well, I'm going with Miz. All right. I Well, actually... Huh. I'm going to say Sheamus. Right, write sure. me down. Yeah, write me down for Sheamus because I think... Miz Dow may cost Miz the match. Really? Or Miz Dow might be like put into the match and then lose, and Miz will be like, no, I this is my match. So you think Sheamus wins? Something like that. Or I don't know. Something. Maybe Miz Dow. What am I writing down officially for you? <laughs> right now. Do I do I say Miz Dow? I don't know. What you tell me one name, and that's what I'm writing down for your pick, and that's what it's staying. There's got to be that that clause though, that we always bring up sometimes. Just give me a name. Always, I'm I'm gonna say Sheamus unless Miz Dow's in the match. But what does that mean? Unless you can't say that. It's yes, we we've done it in the past. No, you can't say unless Miz Dow's. In, what do you mean Miz Dow's in the match? Because what well, we've seen, obviously the pick match right name. now. No, so then pick Miz Dow. No, I can't because Miz Dow's not in the match. Look, um, look, 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 you can't give two predictions for yes, one match. Yes, we do. We did that for the not Royal anymore. Rumble. We did that for the Royal Rumble and not we got anymore. screwed. Pick up one. Miz Dow's not in the match. Therefore, I'm going to say Sheamus unless Miz Dow's in the match. And then what? If Miz Dow wins, 
I'm picking Mizdow. I mean, if Mizdow's in the match, I'm picking Mizdow. Uh, I got to get a ruling from the listeners about this one. It's not going to be a ruling. It's the pay-per-view is going to air before people hear this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll put Mizdow asterisk. The reason I'm putting Sheamus is because I could see him defeating the Miz and then Miz Dow getting a shot at Sheamus because he just picked up a pretty big victory over Sheamus and everything. So then he's going to end up defeating Sheamus for the championship. See, the the way I see it happening is Miz doesn't want to work the U.S. title match, makes his stunt double do it, stunt double picks up the victory, Miz is like, oh my god, I'm champion, I'm champion. Miz Dow's like, wait a minute, I just won. I'm U.S. champion. And then Miz, screw you, I, I won the match, this, that. Both are good good uh, scenarios that WWE should be thinking of. I mean, I could definitely see Sheamus um, winning, but then Miz out picking up the victory over him, causing the Miz to uh, get pissed off at him. But also your... Thoughts were pretty good, too. Yeah, thank you. I mean, not that your thoughts were bad. No, no, no. But mine were better. <laughs> and uh, now on to our co-main event. Yeah, let's start with the one that shouldn't be that main sh- event. Yeah, absolutely. Or shouldn't be... Yeah, shouldn't be the absolute main event. Yeah. That being John Cena versus Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. The prototype versus the legend killer, whatever you want to say. Uh, the winner of this match will determine the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. That being uh, owned currently by Brock Lesnar. I know people don't know who he is anymore because... Which, by the way, fuck WWE because they do that whole 30 days. Well, you haven't defended it. You're out. Stripped of the championship. Brock Lesnar is over 30 days. Mm -hmm. So thanks for the continuation of that rule. I'm going Randy Orton, though. Yeah. Um, I already started writing Randy Orton in my in the book as well for me. Did we I kind see? of see I kind of see the Orton is it crazy thought or I don't know. I see Randy Orton either defeating Brock Lesnar or during their match, Rollins cashing in and costing and winning the championship caught and Randy Orton did you being not, cost the match. Did you not hear me say that earlier in the show? No. You, I think you even responded to it. Oh uh, then maybe I don't remember. Shows how much I really listen to Which, you. if that happens, I will think is fucking... I am sorry for cursing there. I think it's bullshit. I'm not going to apologize for that one because I think it's bullshit because that goes right back to that Dean Ambrose promo. I will never forget the fact that Dean Ambrose said, whenever Seth Rollins goes to cash in, I will be there. Yeah, but then when, when do you end this feud with Rollins and Ambrose? I don't know. I still think that Seth like Rollins... Like, after this match, do you think it should continue? I don't know. I still think Seth Rollins is the guy that will lose the briefcase without will have not had the opportunity to will not have had the opportunity to cash in the championship. No. What the mm. fuck? What's going on right now? Will not have the opportunity to cash in the money in the bank briefcase. So you think he will or he won't? No, I'm saying I don't think Seth Rollins that's what I would love to see is Seth so Rollins. So hold on. You're really hold on. Will Seth Rollins uh will his cashing in expire? That's what I hope. Okay, so you think that his cashing inability will expire? Yes, and I do hope that happens because Dean Ambrose, every time he'll be there. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Problem solved. That would be a cool idea, though. But I'm picking Randy Orton, and you're going Orton as well? 
Yeah. Now for our main that'd be, events. That'd be interesting if it goes to like the last day possible to cash in. And, and then of course Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar wouldn't be there, so. Exactly. Because <laughs> you can't see uh, Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar. No. I can't even see that match. I can't even believe they did that on that pay-per-view that one time. I still can't believe it's not butter. Damn it, you took my freaking line. <laughs> All right, so Dean Ambrose taking on Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match. Match that's been bubbling up for months now. Yeah. Which will have, other than storyline purposes, that's mm. it. I'm going Seth Rollins. Mm. Why? Can I ask you why before I pick? No, you can't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I just think, I just, I don't see Dean Ambrose... I don't see it. I don't see him winning. I think mm. that John Cena thing lost mm-hmm. lost some hype there with Dean Ambrose. And I think the, the way it's going to be is Seth Rollins wins his victory. Randy Orton wins his. I won my Hell in a Cell match. Well, I won my Hell in a Cell match. Well, I'm number one contender. Well, I'm Mr. Money in the freaking bank. Damn it. You make a good argument. Which I still... I don't fucking understand why they're doing Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton, but we shall see. I assume they're going to be doing that, so. <sighs> Can you stop doing that? Can you not answer me with that? You keep doing that, though. But that doesn't make it okay for you to do it back <sighs> It doesn't make it okay for me to do that. Hello, ladies. <laughs> when did he get here? <laughs> you know something, uh... The big Valboski has a little suggestion. <laughs> Just kidding. He has a giant suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just just pick him. Just pick Dean Ambrose because you love Dean Ambrose and you want to see him win the match. Yeah. All right. I'll go with Ambrose. Yeah. I do. Your, what you brought up is kind of tempting to go with, though, because then you could have Rollins and Orton go back and forth. Yeah, well, we but shall see. For the fun of everything, I'll go Ambrose. Before the pay-per-view starts at 7.30, we'll be seeing a uh, Miz Dow TV. That we will! With Miz being the special guest. Yes, we will. So definitely uh, check this out. I don't know I don't know if I'll be available to be live-tweeting. But uh, I definitely won't be. I have an exam on Monday. So. Yeah, and Monday night I won't be, I won't be live-tweeting Raw. Monday night, I doubt I will because I think I have a checkoff the next day. What the heck is a checkoff? Uh, we have to... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2014 checkoffs. Ladies That's and gentlemen, today we're going to be doing David, some ABI. And David is going to make a check. Ladies and gentlemen, we need silence. Yeah. Uh, no, it's we're being tested on ABI and uh, you, making a uniboot. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's called is the that, Uniboot. Is that Canadian? or? I kind of wouldn't be surprised. It, it's called a Uniboot? Uniboot. Like, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a Uniboot. What? Uniboot. Oh, know like one like, boot? Yeah, Uniboot. A, a Uniboot. Uniboot. A Uniboot? Uniboot. It's a Uniboot so dressing. Our uh, Canadian fans might get very uh, pissed off at that segment. but The Uniboot. Yeah, but definitely uh, sorry that there won't be any live tweeting, I guess, on Monday. I'll be going to a concert. Concert? I'm going to see Demi Lovato. Nothing I, wrong with that. Heart I, attack. By myself. It's 
Nothing wrong with that either, right? No? <laughs> yeah. Nobody All else right. wants to go. Screw everybody else. I'm going to go myself. Are you going to propose to her like that other no. kid? No. I want to see Christina Perry perform, so she's opening, so Christina that's awesome. Perry. Oh, yeah. You told me about her a few years ago, it seems. Yeah. Remember you got me the CD? Yeah. It times. <laughs> times. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some uh, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. It's time for Shameless Plugs, and thank you very much to the following people for promoting us this week. So go follow at NYWC underscore sign guy. He submitted a bumper, a little voice memo for us to play on our Marking Out episode 200. Will you email us your voice memo at markingout1 at gmail.com? So did, so did Jason from Ring Rope Rebellion. Yes, thank you very much, Jason. Uh, go check out Ring Rope Rebellion. Also, go check out this uh, disgruntled dork. Go follow him. Go follow at Reverse NMSage. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. That's MTL. Go follow Jobber Nation Radio at Jobber Nation. Give them a listen for sure. Violent Rick at Violent Rick. I'm I'm very happy that uh, I was able to get on the same page with you in that discussion last week. Thank you very much. At Evan Bordner one, go follow him. Go follow at John Griffin at Rohit Cr two K, and go follow Weekly Wrestling Podcast at Weekly W Podcast. They have a great podcast going on, so go check them out. Also, go check out House of Hardcore 7, November 15th in Philadelphia, PA at the former ECW Arena. So far booked, you're going to be seeing the Hardy Boys taking on the Young Bucks. Ethan Carter III taking on Tommy Dreamer with uh, Beulah. Did we ever? Oh, that's Beulah's last ever wrestling appearance also? Yeah, her last ever wrestling appearance. Old school Extreme Rules match. Did we discuss Tyrus yet or... No. Yeah, so sorry to cut you off there, but bro. No, let me finish this one then. Clay. Let me finish. Well, it's just, it, it ties into EC3. Well, um, it, uh, okay. Yeah, so Brodus Clay made his <laughs> debut for TNA under the name Tyrus. I don't know what Tyrus is, but. Like uh, T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah, I don't get Tyrus. it. But, T-Rex. Tyrus. Uh, oh, Tyrannosaurus. Tyrus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he's now in TNA, so continue. Continue. You also have the Austin Aries Open Challenge. Austin Aries versus accepting the challenge, Drew Galloway. You also have the Wolves taking on Harry Smith and Lance Archer, the Killer Elite Squad. You're going to be seeing Christian York taking on Brian Myers, Eddie Kingston versus Jigsaw, and also a ton more, Gail Kim. Thea Trinidad, C.W. Anderson, Velvet Sky, and a lot of other names. You do not want to miss out on this event, November 5th. Yeah, that's the one. November 15th, houseofhardcore.net. Do not go to .com. If you go to .com, make sure that you are not in a workplace environment or around kids. Do not go to .com. Go to .net. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that earlier on in the episode, too. When you yeah. accidentally said House of Hardcore instead of Glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, also, NYWC presents the talent of 
Five Borough Wrestling. You don't want to miss this. It's Destiny FBW Tag Team Tournament in Brooklyn, New York, November 14th. As of now, some of the teams announced the Young Bucks, well, wrestlers announced the Young Bucks, the Juicy Product, Tony Nese. You also have Milk Chocolate, the Beaver Boys, the SAT, the HOG, the Spirit Squad, Mega Muscle, and a ton more to be announced. That is November 14th. And you do not want to miss this. I mean, just by the list of some of those tag teams, it's some of the up and coming tag teams, some of the tag teams that you know of and some of them that you don't know of. So go check this out. It's going to be awesome because you should know all of them. Go visit fiveboroughwrestling.com. Um, and that's all I got for you this week. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? This is Marking Out Smooth Jazz. Brandon's shout outs going to make you come. Halloween is approaching. So I thought I'd give my first shout-out to my favorite candy, which is a simple, plain old Hershey bar. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. You got a favorite Halloween candy there, Dave, or Halloween treat? Um, hoo-ha. Uh, that's a tough one. I kind of, I would What's, go with the Reese's. Uh, no, you can't say Reese's uh, anymore. You're allergic to peanuts. You can't say it anymore. Still my favorite. You can't go with that. You haven't eaten in a few years. You're not. Reese's Pieces Peanut Butter. No, I do not accept that as an answer. Think again. Something no peanuts. You're allergic um, to them. You can't eat them. I'll go with Milky Way. Milky Way. Milky Way. Yeah, it's Milky also Way. very delicious. Delicious. Those are pretty good, especially if you toss them in the freezer. It's fruity, juicy, fruity, delicious Skittles. <laughs> I hate Skittles, but I love that Jim Ross clip. I always think it's hilarious how you laugh at almost every one of your jokes. It's not a joke. That's. It's, <laughs> I guess that would be more of an impression, but that was one of my favorite things that Jim Ross ever did when they were advertising them. Yeah, good times. Okay, up that. next, can we got fruity? Fruity, fruity, delicious, juicy, fruity, juicy Skittles. But up next, I'm going to be giving a shout-out to a show on Stars Network called Survivor's Remorse. It's a new show that first came out and uh, first, I guess, aired at the beginning of this month. But it's all about this basketball player that signs a pro contract and his family and them dealing with everyday life. Uh, LeBron James is an executive producer of the show. So that's a good show. I like it. And uh, my last shout-out goes to probably the best thing I've ever eaten at Applebee's. And I love Applebee's. But that being the uh, salted caramel pretzel bites. Absolutely. Now, can you describe what is it exactly? It's, it's, it, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with it. They're pretzel bites covered in cinnamon sugar with caramel drill, drizzled all over it. And then uh, you get some like cream cheese icing dipping sauce. Oh, it doesn't sound like you could go wrong with that. Yeah, they have. They asked if they wanted a small order or a large order. We got the large one. I don't know what possibly could the small order look like. Why did you not get a lot of in it? Or it was a. Uh, it was probably. And that was like a decent amount. Probably like two sticks of pretzels worth. Uh huh. But I don't. Or maybe one stick. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how big a stick of pretzel guys people are picturing, but I know how big I am picturing. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, they were really good. So uh, <laughs> I guess now it's time for our This week, the mark out moment of the week comes from Brandon. Brandon, what you got? No, it's not. It comes from Brandon. It comes from David. David, mark down hard. It's not wrestling related. We're gonna do it. All right, it's not wrestling related. But I marked out because um, in an interview, Shania Twain. uh, I guess now explain to people who Shania Twain is because for those that do not know, Shania, you know, right now if Montreal Broski is listening, he's the only person that's like marking out for me. That's that's Um, Canadianist. Yes. Uh, Shania Twain is a legendary country singer from Canada. Um, she's just getting off her, to- her I don't know, what is it called? Her stay in Vegas? Her show in Vegas? Her residency. Residency in Vegas. So now she's coming out with, or she said that she was producing a new album and she should be going on tour again. So I'm definitely going to be buying tickets for I'm that. hoping for Madison Square Garden. It would be actually better if she was playing Times Union Center so I could go to no, that. No, see, I would, it would much be better for me if she was playing Madison Square Garden. Why? Because then we can go. I could go up here, though. No, she doesn't. No, but then I can't <laughs> go up there. Why not? How am I going to Albany? I don't know. Hitching a ride, train station? Yeah, why not? But yeah, I suggest everybody go check out Shania Twain. Can you sing her famous Chips? song? Which one? There's so no, many. No, the the most famous one. Um, I'll give you the first notes. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh. Uh, wait. Dun, 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 oh, God. Dun, I'll pull up the lyrics dun, and I'll go to town right now. Let's go, girl. <laughs> I'll go to town right now. I swear I'll pull up the lyrics. No, I'm not even joking. As long as you do the music, I'll sing it. I'm not doing the music. Dude. All right, ready? Really? Let's go, girls. Come on. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. Let it all hang out. Want to make some noise. Really raise my voice. Yeah. I want to scream and shout. Let's just skip to the lyrics, the chorus. Is the prerogative fun? Fun, fun, fun. Oh, oh, oh. Really crazy. Forget I'm a lady. Men skirts, short skirts. Oh, 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 oh. Really go wild, yeah. Do it inside, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Get the act, get in the action. Feel the attraction. Color my hair, do what I did. Uh oh, I want to be free, yeah. To feel the way I feel, man. I feel like a woman. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Let's go. So that was our show this week. I apologize for that. Well, I do. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at bttg161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at davetherave underscore mo. If you want to challenge us to sing a future song, send us lyrics. Send us a song. We'll sing on the podcast. No, uh, because we won't sing on a podcast because we do not do a podcast. Yeah. 
we do an online listening experience. Please continue to send in uh, your 200th episode congratulatory voice memos to markinout1 at gmail.com, M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T, the number one at gmail.com. We will air it. If you want to do a negative one, we'll air it. We're, we're cool like that. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. We'll do it. Yeah. Check us out, markingout.com, facebook.com slash markingout. Any other plugs you'd like to say? Um, No, I think we covered them all. Well, then in the words of my grandfather's grandfather, we wish you the best of luck in your future, future endeavors. Have fun.